Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen and amen. I want to thank God. The first Sunday of the month of March. It is not something we can take for granted. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And today marks the beginning of our two services. Amen. So this is our first service and then our second service will follow up and i want to thank everyone who is part of today's first service i want to thank god for your life i want to thank god for all the pastors i want to thank god for everyone who is putting in everything in our work for the lord in this end time amen in our month of march our theme is the fear of God. Amen. Say the fear of God. The month of month is the month of the fear of God. The fear of God. Amen. Say the fear of God. Oh, I say the fear of God. It is so important that we get to understand what the fear of the Lord is. Now, fear in God is an important aspect of our life in Christ. But you see, a lot of people don't know about the fear of God. We talk about so many other things except the fear of God. When we fear God, then it means that we know who we are, we know who we are working with. In fact, one of the major teachings in the Bible, one of the major teachings in the kingdom is the fear of God. Amen. You know, many people don't want to hear that messages like this. But it is messages like this that builds up your spirituality. It is messages like this that causes you to grow in the spirit. If you want to grow in the spirit and then you don't want to fear God, then there is something really wrong. It is a major message in the body of Christ when we fear God. You cannot walk with God without fearing Him. And that is why many people are not seeing great signs and wonders in their life because they don't fear God. They don't fear God. And it's my prayer that this month, even as we take a deep, deep dive into the fear of God, great signs and wonders are beginning to take place in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Many people are afraid of natural things. They are afraid of physical things. They are afraid of human beings. They are afraid of institutions. They are afraid of things of this world. But they are never afraid of God. People open their mouth to say anything about God in the world we find ourselves in. But they are afraid to say those same things to people. They are afraid to say those things to institutions. Because they don't fear God. Don't fear God. You see, when you have less regard for God, you have dug a pit for yourself because you anybody who disregards God, you are the one who bear the consequences. You are the one who's going to suffer. For God. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Psalm 34. Psalm number 34. It's a long month, and this message is going through the entire month. So to, Today, I'll bring you something that I'm laying the foundation and then we will be taken to levels in the coming fellowship days. Psalm 34, I start reading from verse number 11. Psalm 34 from verse 11. It said, Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. So which means that the fear of God must be taught. We 
we must teach people the fear of God. You cannot assume that you fear God when you have not been taught. That is why this man is a man we are teaching you the fear of God. So when you get to know and understand the fear of God, you'll be able to walk in them. I know what I'm saying. When you walk in the fear of God, then you have got into a place where, let me tell you, you are in a realm where God is. They come. I want to teach you the fear of God. Amen. And then, verse 12. He said, who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Amen. So the moment you start to fear God, you should know that who things are going to come to you. Amen, somebody. The fear of God is the cornerstone for spiritual exploit. The fear of God is the cornerstone for spiritual exploits. Anyone who fears God never remains ordinary. Anyone who fears God never remains ordinary if you want to be out of this world if you want to be somebody that you are unique if you want to be someone that you are unstoppable it begins by fearing god because when you fear god that is the beginning of your life having a greater glory that is the beginning of your life having another level let me tell you anyone who fears god your life shall never be the same because they that fear god they are the ones that god pays attention to fear god your life becomes a shining example for all to emulate amen so let's go to first timothy chapter number five first timothy chapter number five I'm going to pick up momentum so you follow me follow me every step of the way paul admonishing timothy he said i read from verse 19 do not receive an accusation against an elder except from two or three witnesses verse number 20 those who are sinning rebuke in the presence of all that the rest may also fear those who are in sin rebuke so that fear will come upon all other people so the reason for correction in the church is so that people will end up fearing god amen are you here with me now go to jeremiah chapter 33 Jeremiah chapter 33. Jeremiah 33 verse. Jeremiah 23. Not 23. No, go back to 23. Jeremiah 33. We start reading from verse number 23. The moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, saying, Have you not considered what these people have spoken, saying, The two families which the Lord has chosen, He has also cast them off, thus they have despised my people, as if they should be they should no more be a nation before them. That says the Lord, if my covenant is not with, with day and night. And if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then I will cast away the descendants of Jacob and David my servant, so that I will not take any of these descendants to be rulers over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For I will cause their captives to return and will have no mercy. Now, these are the two families who at some point in time, they stop hearing God. And when they turn their backs on God, God also turns their backs on them. 
I pray that by the time we are done this man, God will never turn his back on you. I say, God shall never turn his back on you. So what does it mean to fear? What is fear? What is fear? Now, the Greek word translated fear in the New Testament is phobos. Phobos. P-H-O-B-O-S. Phobos. Now, phobos comes from the word phibomai. Phibomai. Now, this word means to flee. In other words, to run away. To flee. It means to withdraw. Fear means to withdraw. Are you writing it down? Fear means to withdraw. To flee. To withdraw. It means to alarm. You know, when the alarm goes off, it's like a notice. That is the meaning of fear. It also means to fright. And lastly, fear means terror. Terror. So fear means to flee, to run, to withdraw, to alarm, to fright, or to terror. Amen. Now, I know some of you will be thinking, so does it mean when we are talking about the fear of God, then what it means is that we are running away from God? Are we fleeing away from God? Or are we so terrified by God? Or what? Listen. When we are talking about the fear of God, we are talking about having utmost reverence for God. What does it mean to have a reverence for someone? It means to honor, respect. The word will say respect. I know what I'm saying. So when you fear God, it means you have the utmost, the highest honor for God. Reverence for God. For anyone who has reverence for God, it means you fear him. And because you have reverence for God, there are certain things that he tells you not to do that you won't do them. I get what I'm saying. Like, you know, uh, in, in, the, in the church, we have those we call reverend ministers. Now, the word reverend is derived from reverence. It means someone that must be accorded respect. So, if you meet a pastor, a pastor must be accorded respect. If you respect your pastor, then whatever he tells you to do, you will do it. Are you know what I'm saying? So, now, when we are talking about the fear of God, the reason fear means flee. When you find yourself in a situation that is contrary to the will of God, you understand? You will flee. to do and then you do the thing that he's telling you to do now let me make this point fear of god the fear of god opens you up to everything that god has when you fear god it is the access point for you to have everything that god has the you see if you you respect me as your pastor and you have great honor for me. There are things that I have that the Holy Spirit will tell me to give to you that you don't even ask me. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. If you respect someone and you have great honor for the person, there are things that the person may open up to you that you know you may not even ask. But if you are a very disrespectful person, if you don't have honor for that person, the person may even deny you what could bless your life. The person, there have been many parents that, you know, at some point, they said they will not take care of their children because their children dishonor them. There are many friends who did not help their friends because those friends disrespected. The same way, if you are walking in the fear of God, God opens up his heaven to you and said, anyone who fears me, Everything about me is at your disposal. There's nothing that I deny you because you fear me. Now, listen. There's another fear. I'm going to talk about it right now. Two types of fear. Anyone who fears as a result of the kind of fear the devil brings, 
Do you know what happens? The fear of the devil prevents you from assessing the things of God. So, there's a fear that opens up the things of God to you. And there's another type of fear that shuts the door to you. Because the fear that the devil brings is to prevent people from entering into the grace and the glory of God. And I'm going to prove certain things to you in this series. Amen. Because there are some things that you do. And there are some things many people do in their life. It clearly shows that they don't fear God, but they fear the devil. And you'll be thinking, ah, since when did I fear the devil? You hold on. Don't worry. It's a long month. You're going to find out how you ended up fearing the devil. Many people are fearing the devil, but they don't know. They are even in church, but they don't know that they fear the devil more than they fear God. And all the things that the devil leads people to do, most of the time, prevent them from enjoying the glory of God. Amen. So, let's look at the two types of fear. The two types of fear. The first one is what we are learning this month. The fear of God is the first type of fear. And that is the fear that every child of God, as long as you call on the name of Jesus, this fear must be in your heart. And let me tell you, this fear is not, it's not an Old Testament thing. You, I mean, I'm talking about the reverence. Will you, will you dishonor God because you are in the New Testament? No. Our honor is even on a higher level because we are in the New Covenant and we are New Testament. So the first type of fear is the fear of God. And the second type of fear, like I said, the fear of the devil. Now, let's open our Bibles concerning the fear of God. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter number 39. Genesis 39. I'm giving you one typical example of someone who feared who feared God. Talking about Joseph. Say the fear of God. Verse number 10. Now, so it was as he spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not heed to her to lie with her or to be with her now potiphar's wife could you imagine someone's wife all the time talking to joseph just to sleep with her and she was doing it every day in other words every day she was convincing him day by day was talking to joseph joseph please do something with me every day do something with me every day people read the story and they think that oh Joseph just got up one day and flee from me. No, no, no. Every single day, this woman was trying to convince Joseph to sleep with her. Every day. Day by day. That she did not heed to her and to lie with her or to be with her. Verse 11. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the household was inside. Verse 12. That she caught him by his garment saying, lie with me. In other words, sleep with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was when she saw that she had left his garment in her hand and fled outside. That she called to the men of her house and spoke to them saying, see, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came into me to lie with me, and I cried out with a voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled without and went outside. Amen. So Joseph fleeing was because he was exhibiting his fear of God. He feared God so much in that when Potiphar's wife, day by day was convincing him to sleep with her he said no way i don't have the right over you and i cannot do such thing and when the day came for the moment where no one was around and then potiphar's um, servants were not there and then the woman had an opportunity just with joseph alone and then when she tried 
to sleep with him the bible said he fled he fled because there's a there was a fear in his heart about god that he would not do anything that god did not want him to do it takes the fear of god in your heart for you to flee the things that the devil want to do that is why the bible says flee from fornication he said run away from fornication why he said those things that you do every sin that you sin is outside your body but the sin of fornication you sin against your body why because that kind of sin destroys your body it takes a fear of god for you to run away from sin that is why the definition of sin is what flee you are not running away from god but you are running away from the things that he's telling you not to do because those things will take you away from his glory it will take you away from the things that will prosper you it will take you away from the things that will increase you they will take you away from the things that will bless you but what do you find in the world today you find people walking in the fear of the devil why because they are doing the things that the devil want them to do and they are not doing the things that god want them to do if you find yourself fornicating you find yourself lying you find yourself doing all those things that the world is doing you don't fear god you are fearing the devil because the devil is telling you ah if you don't sleep with that girl they will laugh at you if you don't sleep with that girl they will tell you you don't know what's up if you don't sleep with that boy they will tell you you you, you don't know what you are about but you know what the moment you do those things the moment you do those things little do you know that you are going afar from god because you don't fear god and you fear the devil you are doing the things that the devil wants to do so you'll be getting closer to the devil instead of being close to god but i pray for you that from today the fear of god shall be activated in your heart that you will find yourself doing the things of god and not the things of the devil joseph flee he fled because he had the fear of god in his heart let me tell you the standard in christ is so high uh, what did jesus says he said in 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 matthew chapter 5 and 6 in the beatitude he said okay the lord said you have to cut someone in adultery right you have to catch a married person committing a sexual sin before you go and stone the person and kill the person he said that was how the law put it but you know what no in the spirit you don't have to cast the person fornicating with that girl before you stone the person he said now in christ just looking at a lady seeing the lady and then thinking in your mind ah, i wish i could do something with this lady you have done it you have done it you don't we don't have to catch you doing it uh -uh. the moment you just look at her and then in your mind oh i wish i have this lady in my bed you have done it it takes the fear of god to look at her opposite sex and never have the desire for her because the fear of god will tell you it is not right for you to do that you don't have to ah, there are many guys in this world they look at ladies they don't have any mind to marry her what they are thinking is to sleep with them that is all they don't fear god they don't fear god they see a lady they don't have any plan oh maybe i've seen a lady oh god help me to marry this lady no that's not what they are thinking they are thinking of having sex with the lady it's because they don't fear god the fear of the devil has entered their heart so they are doing the works of the devil they have no plans they have no place in their heart for the things of god because the fear of god has not taken root in their heart when you fear god you you honor him for the respect i have for god okay for the honor i have for god i must not cheat on my wife yeah some people give very very flimsy excuse they say ah my wife because of her bad attitude oh she doesn't cook for me she doesn't do this she doesn't do that. give all the plethora of reasons why they are cheating on their wives 
let me tell you in this work with Christ my relationship with you is not because of how you relate with me it's because of my relationship with God it doesn't matter how you relate with me it must not change how I relate with you as long as I have a relationship with God that relationship must influence my relationship with you it is not a, you say, oh, what did Jesus say Jesus said if someone slaps you what do you do do you slap back he said turn this other and let him slap that should tell you he tried to teach us that because of our relationship with God because of God because of God you slap me I will not slap you back because of God slap this one too now you can complete your work but if I take out my reference from, for God out of the equation when you, you slap me I will slap you so I get what I'm saying when I take out the God factor out of my relationship, if you insult me, I will insult you. Sir. If you cheat on me, I will cheat on you. Ah, my wife does not cook for me. Let me go and get some girl who will cook for me. And then you go and get a girlfriend. And then you'll be channeling your chop money to that girl. Uh-uh. That is not the fear of God. If your wife does not cook for you, don't you have hands? Can't you also go to the kitchen and cook? Don't you have legs to go to the market and shop? And when ah, me when I go to the market, ask mommy. When I go there, the ladies will see me say, Oh, they're my offer. Oh, they're my for. Then they'll be giving me the fans. When I go, I say, How much is the fish? And so it is, let's say, 15 cities. He said, Because you're a man, you bring 10 cities and take it. But if your wife had come, I would have sold it at 15 cities. I said, Okay, God bless you. Take the 10 and give me the fish. And then I'll go to this one. Oh, Oh, handsome man. Oh, handsome. How much is the tomato? It's so it's five cities. How many? Give me ten cities. They will gather it and they will add more because a man has come to the market. If a woman had gone to the market, they will say, Ah, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. The thing is 15 cities. So if your wife is not cooking, must you go and get a girlfriend to cook for you? No. If you fear God, wisdom will come to your heart. Amen. Somebody. First Peter chapter 3. Okay, I'm reading this verse concerning the fear of the devil. First Peter chapter number 3. I read verse number 14. It said, But even if you, you should suffer for righteousness sake, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of their threat, nor be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. And always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. With meekness and what? Fear. Did you see that? Now our response to people must come because of our fear for God. It is my fear for God that must determine what I say to you. The Bible talks about Jesus in 1 Peter 2.24. He said, Jesus, whom when he was reviled, in other words, he was disrespected, and insulted he did not retaliate but what did he do he submitted himself even to the death on the cross because of his fear for god god has sent him into this world for a mission he did not send him into this world to be fighting people back he didn't send them to fight people no, let me tell you god's kingdom is not in this world to fight back people we are here to establish the will of god we are here to perform the will of god because of my relationship with God, it determines how I relate with you. Are you here with me, somebody? Amen. The fear of God, like I said, it opens the doors for you to receive the things of God. Look at the life of anyone who likes doing the works of the flesh. Nothing beautiful about a person. But the moment you stick your heart to God and to walk with Him in His fear, Ah, a lot of things we can do. Amen. So, why must we fear God? Now, today is the first day, so I'm just laying my foundation. Why must we fear God? I'm giving you seven reasons we must fear God from today. Number one, 
We fear God because of our reverence for him. We must fear God because of our reverence, our honor. Are you here with me? So that fear of God, it's not like, you see, when you are going close to that thing of sin, then the Holy Spirit will remind you, hey, because of the reverence, don't say that thing. Don't do that thing. Don't go to that place. Don't sit there. Do the will of God. Because of our reverence for God. Job chapter number 15. Job. Some people say Job. It is Job. Job chapter number 15. I read verse number 4. Job chapter number 15. He said, Yes. Yes, you cast off fear and restrain prayer before God. Verse 5. For your iniquity teaches your mouth and you choose the tongue of the crafty. Verse 6. Your own mouth condemns you and not I. Yes, your own lips testify. Amen. Our reverence for God changes the equation. Everything that we say, Job said, your own lips testifies against you. In other words, what you are saying is telling if you fear God or you don't fear God. You will find someone who just open his mouth by a guy and start insulting. They have no respect. They have no honor. They will be saying filthy language. Remember the Bible says, that let no corrupt words come out of your mouth. Don't let anything that decays come out of your mouth. But that which blesses. The fear of, the, of God positions you to have the right words to speak. It's not about how you relate with one another. When you fear God, you say things that bless. You say things that encourages. You say things that increase and multiply people. You don't say things that destroy. And that is why I must fear God. Because the moment you start fearing God, Mean that your honor for God is the what your number one consideration for your actions. Everything you do is because of what your honor for God. Now, will some of you be able to say, I won't go to job, I won't go to work because I don't feel like going to work? Some of us we are able to find excuses for the bosses at their workplace. So that we will not go to work. But you cannot find the same excuse for those same bosses and come to church. It tells you where your heart lies and it tells you who you fear. There are some people who can open their mouth and say, Ah, if I don't go to church today, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I'm sure I don't feel like going to church. Ah, you don't fear God. When you see anyone, whom when he or she does not go to church, they don't feel anything. They don't get any promptness in their spirit. Those people don't fear God. I can never stay at home one day and say, I'll not go to church. It is impossible. Because the Bible says, where two or three gather in my name, I am there. We are more than two or three. So whether you like it or yes, God is in our midst. And if I have utmost reverence for God, I will always show up where God is. And when I come to church, I am coming with the heart and an attitude of honor and respect so that when I show up, I know God will meet me at the point of my faith. Are you here with me, somebody? If you fear God, you will never come to church anyhow you want to come to. If you fear God, if you have... Why should you... We start church. Do you, you think I woke up one day and I decided in my bedroom Let's start church at 7 a.m. No way. If you walk with me for a little while, you will know that I don't do anything without hearing from God. I was saying, and I said, change the time you start church. Go to 7. I was having the church, we were starting at 8. And we, went, we started at 7. If you have any respect for God, you will not sit at home and come at 9. No way. When people don't fear God, they behave anyhow. They, they talk anyhow. They think anyhow. They act anyhow. Because they don't fear God. When you fear God, 
I, I remember it has happened in this church. It has happened in a lot of pastors. I hear it when I meet my colleague friends. There are people in the church because they don't fear God. When they are doing something wrong, and then you tell them, and then you correct them, they get angry. They say, I've stopped the church. I'm leaving the church. This is not the only church that is there. I'm going to another church. You don't fear God. Anywhere the spirit of the Lord is, if you don't change that attitude everywhere you go, God will use that man of God to correct you. For uh, so me, when I'm correcting someone and then the person gets offended and the person says, I want to leave, I want to stop the church, oh yeah, carry your front and go. I will not stop you. Why? Because I know I was speaking because of my I know what you are doing, it will land you in trouble. Because you don't fear God, you don't know that where you are will land you in trouble. But God has placed the fivefold ministry in the church to correct, to correct you, to help you, to guide you. So if you don't want it, it means that you are still under the spell of the devil. But I pray for you that from today, your life shall exhibit the fear of God in the name of Jesus. Two, we fear God. Because he has given us his confidence. A lot of people don't have confidence in and it goes in the shows you know see when you lose your honor for god you lose your confidence if you lose your honor for god you lose your confidence in him you see the reason people behave anyhow is that we are telling them god will do a b and c in your life just believe they do you know what they are also thinking i have not seen anything why should i believe let me see before i believe you don't have confidence in god if you see I have confidence in some people. What I you see, I can sleep, and I know that by the time I come here, the church will be fixed for me to come and teach. Let me sleep. Let me decide that I'll come to church at let's even 10 a.m. I know I have some people here. By the time I come out at 10 a.m., they will be conducting church service. I have confidence in them. I don't have to see them before I even believe that they can do it. Your confidence is there when you honor god you don't have to wait and see with your eyes that what he says he can do before you want to work with him if there's a saying in, in the tree you see in short i want here even if you have not experienced it yourself that god works great signs and wonders have you not seen in other people's life that he has done for them what are you talking about? And there are some people because they are not experiencing themselves, they don't have any reverence for God. If you know what coming to church early means to you, you never sleep at home. If you know what coming to church every time means, you will never sit at home. The day you start fearing God, David said, shall be in the presence of the Lord forever. He didn't say some days. Forever. And I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Ah, there are some people, let us go into the house of the Lord. No, 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 no. You take the lead, I will come. Have some business appointments. Let me go and finish it. You don't fear God. They that fear God is only the things of God. That is number one on their bucket list. Not, not what they have to do in this world. The moment you fear God, you put the things of God first. Every other thing is secondary. And then you have confidence in Him. Knowing that whatever he wants you to do, when you do them, they shall prosper you. James chapter number 4. James chapter number 4. James 4. Amen. I read verse number 5 and 6. James 5, uh, 4 verse 5 and 6. It says, Or do you not think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us, yearns jealously, but he gives more grace but he gives more grace sorry therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble did you see that he resists the proud but gives grace to the world to the humble are you here god resists the proud those who don't have any fear of god they are full of pride oh i don't need god to prosper me if i want to be rich let me go and work and that is a statement of a fool and a proud. You don't need God. Go and work. 
Yeah. Oh, sir, after all, there are rich people in the world. They are not Christian. They are believers. They are working and they are rich. Okay, you don't go. Stop it. Go and work. Go. What is the end result of those people's lives? Those people who don't fear God and you think they are rich, what is their, their end? Go and check their end before you start talking rubbish. The fear of God places that confidence. So, I am af I'm afraid of God, not like with a, a, a terrified look, but because of my reverence for him to produce the confidence I need for a greater land. Are you getting the picture here now? Confidence. Say confidence. The moment you fear God, confidence will start oozing out. Now you begin to flow in spiritual confidence. Amen? Many people are not confident in God. That is why when you tell someone, believe, you shall be healed. They say, now nah, the doctor said there's no hope for me. Ah, believe! The moment you honor God, and you honor his word you know you have divine health you know you have prosperity i am confident no matter what that you will prosper sir also how sure are you i don't do anything i don't have any business how am i going to prosper you think god is looking for your business to prosper uh, you think god is looking at your bank account before he gives you money ah come on but that has, that has not made god god someone whose words created the heavens and the earth you are not afraid of him you are afraid of these people who's uh, jesus said don't be afraid of the people that can only kill the flesh but cannot punish what your spirit your soul he said be afraid of that one when after your flesh has been killed he has the power to cast your spirit into hell who must you fear to fear the people who can the worst any human being can do to you is to destroy your flesh that is the worst they can do and that is the worst the devil can do but god if you don't fear him and you go before him after you have died he will tell you i'm sorry i don't know you your soul cannot live in my kingdom go into the lake of fire that is where you believe between the boss the overall boss and the small boss who do you fear the most the small boss can run his mouth when the overall boss shows up oh yes sir oh yes sir there's a boss and there's a boss our father is the overall boss and he must be the one that you fear the moment you honor him with all your heart you respect him with everything about you you have launched yourself into a greater realm that nobody can take away from you are you here with me and you see people who don't fear god you tell them to give ah can't me i won't give why should I give so that that man of God will go and chop my money? You see, you don't fear God. That is why you are speaking such nonsense. Do you think we chop your money? I said, people don't fear God. God told Abraham, go and sacrifice your child, your only child for me. The Bible says, because Abraham, Abraham walked with God and he feared him, he did it. And after he did it, God said, now I know you fear me. Abraham, now I know you fear me. Those who fear God, doesn't matter what god demands of you because of your confidence that you have in him abraham had that confidence in god that even if he slaughters the head of his son god can bring that boy back to life that is the level of confidence when you have when you fear god that is why you must fear him and some people ah give they say no this is all that is left i don't have any money you don't have confidence in god you don't have confidence in god Three. When you fear God, you will not stain your divine nature with sin. So we fear God because we don't want to stain our divine nature with sin. Did you hear what I just said? We don't want to stain Ephesians 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Are you there? I read verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church. Can we read the last line together? 
not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Did you see that? A spot is like a stain. A blemish is like a stain. When you fear God, God washes you with his word so much that when he comes to take his church, there will be no stain in your divine nature. I don't know what I'm saying. I tell you, there are some, there are some people that day Jesus will blow the trumpet. Hey, it will take them by surprise. They may be on top of some girl somewhere and then Jesus will blow the trumpet and say, ah, had I known. Apostle said it all. You never fear God. If you had feared God, you will always be ready for the rapture. Let me tell you, you can never be preparing yourself for Jesus to come and take you if you are not fearing him. Because those that fear him, you keep yourself pure. His word cleanses you. His spirit guides you. And all the time, your life is ready for Jesus. Jesus, because I fear him, because I fear God, I will not end up doing the things that would disqualify me from the crowd. Because I fear God, I will not say things that would disqualify me from my glory. My fear of God, my honor for him will keep me cleansed. It will keep me washed. I pray and prophesy over your life that from today, every day of your life, every blemish, every Spot that is antagonizing the glory of God uh, shall be taken away uh, in the name of Jesus. Shall be taken away. It takes the fear of God for you to keep your life pure. Jesus said, The pure heart will see God. Say the pure heart. When you fear God, we have when you have utmost reverence for God. When you want, even when you want to insult, he said, Devil, I'll not allow you to open my mouth to insult. Because of God, please go in peace. Someone will cheat you and steal your money. And you are so hurt. You are so in pain. You want to open your mouth and say something. And then the Holy Spirit will say, Ah, my daughter, is it this money that you are crying about? Can't I give you more than that? Happened to me some time ago. Someone that I thought was a, a, a genuine person asked me for some amount of money. When I gave him the money, Otilo disappeared. Disappeared. And I was going to use that money to do something. So when he asked and I gave him, I thought, oh, okay, it's within the time frame that I'll do that thing where he returns the money. He didn't see him again. The thing Charlie called me square. Whilst I was thinking about the thing and I was I was feeling pain, the Holy Spirit broke into my spirit and said, Son, why are you bothered about this money? Is this money bigger than me? Can't I give you more than this money that you have lost? I said, Father, forgive me. I repent. I'm sorry. I stopped thinking about that money. Three weeks after that incident, God double that money that I lost for me. He brought it back. That is what it means when you fear God. When you fear God, Jesus said, if someone takes your trouser, remove your set and add it. If someone takes your phone, buy the number data. Eh, where we are before? We have data. There are some people when people steal their phones. Hey! Hey! All my contacts are on my phone. My business contacts. First of all, go to the police station. You forget that they are Christians, then they'll go to Antoine and go and add a case. You don't fear God. And then Sunday come to church and bring white handkerchief. I, 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 go, I lost my phone, but I believe I'll have my phone. You have gone to police station, you have gone to Antoine, you are standing in church. You don't fear God. You know, people don't fear God today. Hey, like if you fear God, you go and fornicate Saturday night and come and sit in church on Sunday and open your 32 teeth. I say, I bless you, Lord. I lift my voice. You honor who? Who do you honor? You don't honor anybody. You did not see Joseph. Don't tell me that, ah, apostle, it was a girl that was always calling me. She was disturbing me. She was giving me scholarship. Oh, boy. It was in your heart. It was in your heart. When you fear God, 
those things of evil will never be found in your heart i pray that god will cleanse your heart because of the fear of god god will use the fear of god to cleanse your heart there's a lot of unforgiveness in the heart of people because they don't fear god hey if you honor god look at the sins that you committed and one day you just entered into some church somewhere and say i, I i've repented god forgive me and then all of these sins that you have committed they have been cleansed and then somebody offended you small pet you are walking in unforgiveness i'll never forgive the person i'll never forgive the person you don't fear god amen our time is almost up let's run four when you fear god you walk in wisdom say wisdom say wisdom proverbs chapter number one proverbs chapter number one is a popular verse proverbs chapter number one i read verse seven proverbs chapter number one verse seven it says the fear of the lord is the beginning of what is the beginning of what and it said but fools despise wisdom and instruction so there are a lot of people who have not even they have not even started being wise because you see they don't fear god he said it's the fear of god that is the beginning beginning i guess in the whole point now so until you fear god you have not begun to be wise are you here with me if, when you see anyone who is not working in the fear of god that person is unwise simplicity there's no excuse or that and the actions of the person's life will show if the person is wise or is not wise you fear god listen when you fear god we can have church service 2 a.m i will go because of my honor it is it is god who has called the meeting not man it's not me who has called the meeting god can change the time of our fellowship don't, don't do church service on Sunday morning. Do it 12 midnight to 5 a.m. Every weekend. There are some people who say, ah, 12, everybody's going to church on Sunday morning. I'll go to work on Monday morning. Why should I go to church 12 a.m. to 5 a.m.? You don't fear God. So, your work is more important than the fear of God. No. The fear of God is that thing that catapults you into greatness. If you are working in the lack of wisdom the chances are that you don't fear god but the moment you start fearing god hey god what should i do god what should i do god what should i do as soon as you are walking every day asking god what to do instead of you doing what you feel like doing then you'll be moving in wisdom so i fear god because i want to be wise how many of you want to be wise so that people can quote you Instead of quoting Solomon, every day people are talking about Solomon. They don't mention your name because you, when you open your mouth, when you open your mouth, the things that come out, from today you shall be wise. I say you shall be wise. Five. We we must fear God so that we can increase we can all increase Acts chapter number nine Acts chapter number nine Acts chapter number nine i read from verse 31 Acts chapter number nine verse 31 it says then the churches throughout all judea galilee and samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the lord and in the comfort of the holy spirit they were multiplied oh amen somebody i see god increasing you from today you are increasing in every area of your life as you walk in the fear of the lord your finances are increasing your spiritual life is increasing your health is increasing everything about you is increasing as you walk in the fear of the lord in the name of jesus 
to walk in the fear, say you'll be at peace. Listen, for example, a young man who is working and he's been paid 3,000 CDs. You have three girlfriends because you don't fear God. All right? Every day, this one says, Charlie, take me out. You go to uh, whatever restaurant. You spend 200. This one says, take me out. You spend another 200. He says, this one said 200. How much? 600. Out of the 3,000. It's level to 2,400. This one says, my birthday is coming this month. Buy me a dress. You go and buy a dress. 350 Ghana. This one says, Charlie, next two months, my birthday. As soon as we enter the new year, every month, somebody is what? Celebrating the birthday. This one says, ah, my credit is finished. Can you please send me some data? You send. This one says, Charlie, I ordered for Uber. Can you pay? Before you realize, a young man who does not fear God, 3,000 cities has entered into what? An adventure of foolishness. You have spread your money into the stomach and the pockets of women. How can you increase in your finances? Are you getting the point here now? How can you? Meanwhile, if you fear God and you know you are not ready for marriage, you don't have any girlfriend, you are single, you are alone. There are 3,000. How much will you spend a day? Maybe every day you spend 10 cities, 20 cities, 50 Ghana, you know, and then you give some to your, your parents and then you help some few people. Um, by the time you realize, at the end of the month, there will be some money that you can save and you can increase in your finances. Many people are poor, not because they are poor. They have entered into foolish adventures. They are chasing girls with their money. They are chasing stupid things with their money. So they don't have money. Every day you ask them, I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. Foolish things in Guam. Foolish things. Ask your neighbor, do you fear God? Ask your neighbor, do you fear God? If the answer is yes, then tell your neighbor, then you increase. Is the answer yes or no? You see, you see, they can you see they cannot they cannot give you the answer. Then if they cannot give you the answer, then tell them stop the foolish venture. Stop that foolish venture. You are wasting your money. Tell, tell them, stop that foolish venture. Stop, stop. stop that foolish. It's not that you are using your money to even give it and to do righteous things. Who did Chesimba? Hey. Go and ask Solomon in the Bible. After he made so much money. He said, let me marry so many women so that I'll have peace with my neighbors. Okay. He had how many girlfriends? How many girlfriends? Like thousand. Imagine you have about thousand girlfriends and you have about 300 wives. The whole year will go. <laughs> how many of them can you see? Some of them, can I believe that he even forgot that he had married them. I'm pretty sure. He forgot that this one is my girlfriend. The Bible said, at the end of Solomon's life, you know what happened to him? The woman, he turned his heart away from God. To the idols, some of them were worshipping. You will see your life very, very soon. You think you you think chasing women and and uh, chasing guys, oh these guys and, and you are here. You, you think there's something there's no wisdom in that. Fear God. Oh. Tell your neighbor, fear God. Oh. I told you about that story about that man who was found dead in a hotel room. A married man, he took his girlfriend to a hotel room and died. What are you going to tell God? How did you come here? Went to a hotel with a girl and I died. Hey, hey, Angel Gabriel, come. Angel Michael, come. Come and carry this foolish thing away from my sight. You came here because you were sleeping with the girl. You are in trouble. Be careful, oh. Fear God and live. Fear God and live. Our time is almost up. Let's go. Number six. Those that fear God. We fear God because we are saved. 
If you are not saved, you will not fear God. That is why I am amazed at Christians who don't fear God. Then it shows that they are not properly saved. When you fear God, you will be walking in salvation. Philippians 2. Philippians chapter number 2. Philippians chapter number 2, verse number 12. It says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Work your salvation out. In other words, the one who walks in the fear of God, you are proving that you are saved. That's all that it means. It is, that's all that it means. The more you are, you are working out your salvation, you are proving that you are saved, the more you are working the fear of God. You are always going to church. Ah, every time your friends are talking to you, you every day be at church, church, church. Wait. I say, uh-huh, because I fear God. You will not hear me talking about girls. You will not hear me talking about Lotto or bet you not hear me talking about all those things what you hear me talking about is the things of the spirit prayer the word of god church the things of the spirit aha uh-huh. why i am working out my salvation i am proving to my world that i am saved you know nobody can hold me to ransom to do what the devil wants me to do when you fear the devil you'll be doing the works of the flesh instead of the things of the spirit i guess what i'm saying so to fear God means you are saved. Write it down. To fear God means that you are saved. If you don't fear God, you are not saved. I cannot talk to my husband anyhow because he did something I did not like. It means you don't fear God. You don't fear God. Jesus said, Ephesians 5.25 Wife, submit yourself to your own husbands as unto the Lord. So if you fear God, you will submit to your husband. Husbands, love your wives like Jesus loved his church. So I love my wife not because she's pretty, it's because I fear God. If I don't fear God, the day will come. I will put aside the prettiness of my wife and I will insult her. When I remember, oh God, I keep quiet. Even when you want to say it, you keep quiet and you walk away. That is what wisdom. That is wisdom. Many marriages are collapsing today because people don't fear God again. Don't fear God. I heard of a story that a gentleman was going to marry. Before he went to marry, he went to his ex-girlfriend. Please, I'm going to marry. Can I sleep with you for the last time? Before I go and marry. Let me, let me, let me. Let me recount on us. I cry. Before I go. He don't fear God. He don't fear God. Listen, hear me. If you are here and you are single, let the fear of God lead you. There are many girls out there Ask mommy what I told her yesterday. Yesterday we were going to visit my parents. As we were driving, we got to the traffic light at first light. Ah, my eyes were open. I saw a lady selling something. She is not correct. She's an agent of the devil. Hey! I was shaking. I said, my God. This person is selling something on the roadside. A beautiful looking lady. But an agent sent by the devil. You just chase everything that you see with your eyes. Chase. You go and chase Mami Water Secretary. And you find yourself in the depth of the oceans. And you will see. Fear God and live. Fear God. Tell your neighbor, fear God and live. Fear God. Some of you by now, you should be building your houses and owning properties. If not for you chasing women. If not for you giving money to girls when you are not married to them. How can you be dating a lady you are not married to? You don't fear God. You are paying the girl's school fees. You are buying the girl's clothes. You are buying food for the girl. You are stalking. Are, are you mad? Can I talk to you as spiritual people? Can I talk to you as spiritual people? 
you are sleeping you are not sleeping you are thinking about the lady how many times do you think about scriptures the way you think about that girl do you think about the way that i'm teaching you like that hey look into your neighbor and say hey hey do you think about relax fear god honor him reverence him when he's your number one desire you always want to please him when god is pleased let me tell you your life shall be pleasant i say when god is pleased your life shall be pleasant when god is pleased your life shall be pleasant in the mighty name of jesus i have five minutes to go seven we fear god because even jesus feared god if, if jesus feared god who are you not to fear god amen isaiah chapter 11 isaiah chapter 11 quickly isaiah chapter number 11 talking about jesus look at what isaiah said verse 3 can we all read it together if you are there isaiah 11 verse 3 if you are there let's read it together one to go his delight is in the fear of the lord and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears this is jesus so when jesus came because he feared god that is why when they brought him the woman that was caught in adultery he never gave them the permission to go and stone her he never judged by the sight of his eyes neither by what he heard there are some people because they don't fear god as soon as they see it they are judging as soon as they hear they are judging but the moment you fear god you ask god god what should i do this matter that has come up to me what should i do that shows that you fear god i pray that as we have begin a month of fear the fear of god your life shall become beautiful any challenge that you are having in your life shall be fixed it shall be fixed because of the fear of the lord thank you for being a part of today's message this program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the spirit life people for further information kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and youtube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.